To the Jews, I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became one as under the law, though not myself being under the law, that I may win those under the law. Then he says, to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. And then he says, to the weak, I became weak, that I may win the weak. I've become all things to all people that I may, by all means, I may save some of them. Like, I love what he is saying here. And, and I want to break this a little bit down for you because so many people are so confused by this. This is not a language of compromise. This is a language of power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to, to communicate to people in a way that they can receive it. Now, he says to the Jews, I became as a Jew. That's like when he went into the synagogues, right? Like we just read earlier. And he says then this, listen to this. To those under the law, as under the law I became, so I might win them. Now, now what does that mean? Because he says, I'm not under the law myself, but I became as one under the law. You see, under the law means to be held under the consequence of the law. Like if you're dragged before a judge and you're being held under the law because you were breaking it. Now, people who are under the law are those who have broken the law, who are dragged before the judge, who are guilty, if you will, and who have no payment. In other words, they don't have the sacrifice of Christ for their sins. They may know the law. They may try their best to keep the law but they have no no sacrifice to cover their sins. And that means that they are ultimately guilty of the law because we have all fallen short and broken it. So they're held under the law because they're without Christ. In fact, in Acts 13, 39, it says, And by him, everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Okay, he is saying that um, it is by... Yeshua, that you are freed from the things that the law of Moses could not free you from. That is your sin. The law of Moses was never there to, to set you free from sin. It cannot do that. It's a law. It tells you what is sin. It tells you what is wrong, but it cannot set you free. That is reserved for the power of God, the sacrifice of Yeshua and the Holy Spirit that was poured out upon you. And then now he goes on, he says, to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside of myself, but under the law of Christ. Okay, what does it mean to be outside the law then? Well, under the law is when you have broken the law and you don't have Yeshua. Outside the law is when you have no law, when you do not even have the knowledge of what the law is. You are like a, that would be like a pagan. And he says, for those people, he is, he becomes as them. In other words, he would approach them in a way that they could understand. He would speak to them in a way they can hear. Now, how does that work? Like, let's make an example. If there is someone, right, who is in paganism and they serve other gods, right? Oftentimes we have come to them and we have told them, ah, you know what, there's no other god but one. There's no other God but one. There's only one true God. And, and that's true, right? There is only one true God, Yahweh. But now here's the deal. If you're a pagan, you've worshipped your idols for your whole life. You have seen things happen. You have seen a form of power in your worship, in your religion of paganism. And someone else like a Christian comes to you and says, there's no other God but one. 
you'll be like, what are you talking about? I have seen forms of power. People in witchcraft or Satanism will tell you, what do you mean there's no other God but one? I, my gods, they do things for me. I have seen them do stuff for me. Who are you? You, you Christian don't know what you're talking about. Because see, there's a disconnect. You're not speaking to them in a way that they could understand. Even what you're saying is true. You see, this is the thing. What you're saying is true. There is one true God. But the thing is, there are demons. There is a kingdom of darkness. And if, if these people are worshipping false gods, that is, they're actually worshipping demons. And demons have a form of power. We know this from the scriptures itself. Pharaoh's magicians had their snakes come forth too, right? We know that there is a power, a form of power in the kingdom of darkness, even though God's snake eats the snake of Pharaoh. And that God has is the one true God. But now see if you explain this to them in a way that they can understand that, look, your gods aren't what you think they are. Come and worship the one true God who is all-powerful over all of those gods that you worship. You see, that's actually a deeper step into the truth of the matter where pagans or other people in that group who are outside the law would understand. Because, well, of course, we live in a world that is spiritual too, right? All right, so this is what Paul means, for example. He goes to those under the law. That is like a Jewish synagogue. Oh, and when he goes to those outside the law like a pagan, he's going to speak different to them. And now notice what he says. He says, not being outside the law, but he says he's under the law of Christ. What does it mean to be under the law of Christ? You see, under the law of Christ is to walk as Christ walked and to be justified by faith. To walk as Christ walked, that is to walk in holiness, to walk in obedience to his father's instructions the law of God, because Christ was in obedience to the law of God for anything else would be sin. 1 John 3 verse 4, sin is a transgression of the law, right? So, so Yeshua obeyed the law and we need to imitate him. And then at the second step is we need to know we are justified by faith in what he has done. He is our payment for our sins. That is to be in the law of Christ. It's not to live again and in contradiction to god's law it's not to break god's law and it's also not to do away with the gospel and yeshua himself and his sacrifice for us so we see brothers and sisters that there is this deeper place that god calls us to what's so important is that you know when to say what the father has shown you and what to say how to say it and what not to say because sometimes the father will show you something about someone and it's not for you to walk up to them and just tell them what the father has shown you, but it's for you to use the information he's given you to help reach their heart. Rise on Fire is a crowdfunded ministry that takes Yeshua to the world and equips the body of Christ to walk as he walked and worship him in spirit and in truth. I'd like to say a special thank you to our partners who have made this video possible and who have prayed for us. And if you'd like to partner with us, please visit our website at riseonfire.com. Shalom.